0: Well, it's been a while since we've been able to say this about Northwestern basketball, but wow, that really, really sucked. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, and welcome to Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We really appreciate it. Uh, We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us, and we're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern, and you can find us there. Uh, wherever you're listening, make sure you are subscribed and turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us some feedback. We'd really appreciate it. it helps us make the show better. Also, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's jump into this because we got a lot to talk about with this Northwestern basketball game as they uh, played the second game of Big Ten play, falling 76-57 to 57 to Ohio State. But if you watched the game at all, you know daggum well it was not that Close of a game. One of the worst starts I have ever seen in a basketball game, uh, by or by in a college basketball game. Let's let's go with that. Um, Northwestern out of the game or out of the gates, ice cold, missed their first six shots before finally Boo Booey hit a three, three minutes and 14 seconds into the game. Then how do they finish up that? Uh, one for seven start, well, they miss their next six shots as well as they could not buy a bucket uh, there early. Before Boo Booey, hits another one. And then, you know, you start to wonder, well, okay, well, maybe they'll go back to Boo Booey. Maybe he's got a little bit of something going. I don't know. Well, no, not at all, because Northwestern proceeds to miss the next 10 shots. Um and just start this game as bad as you could possibly imagine. Uh, Chase Audish finally hit a turnaround j- jumper to to stop the bleeding, kind of. And you know, by the time Northwestern cracked double digits, when when Ty Barry hit uh, hit a hit a shot to finally get to that ten point mark, the Wildcats were down thirty four to ten. They're down 24 points already. It was as bad of a start as you could possibly imagine. They closed the half actually the glass half full here counting that basket by Ty Berry. They finished the half on a 9-1 run to cut the lead to just 18 points, 35 to 17. They got dominated the entire first half. It was Absolutely brutal to watch. It was shocking. Uh, I think it was shocking for everybody in attendance. It's a home game. You would expect to have a little energy, uh, a little spark to start out the game. And rather, it was as dead as it could be. Ohio State outshot Northwestern in the first half. They went 13 for 31 for 41.9% from the field. Northwestern, 7 for 30 three 21.2 percent from the field in the first half Ohio State was but be- was better from three as well they went three of nine 33.3 percent not a huge sample size there meanwhile n- Northwestern they hit three threes as well but they went three of 14 for just 21.4 percent from deep Ohio State was also better at the line because one they were they were Solid in the first half. They're pretty good uh, at the line. Well, Northwestern was abysmal Uh as Ohio state went six of seven at the line, 85.7% from the line. Northwestern went zero for four. It didn't stop there. It's something that carried uh, into the early second half as well. Northwestern lost the battle on the boards. Ohio state out rebounded them in the first half, 26, 20. Look, Northwestern completely abandoned the paint in this game. Honestly, the tone was set from the very beginning. Northwestern was not ready for the toughness and the physicality of Ohio state. And that was apparent from the get go because you saw Northwestern abandon the paint. Ohio state outscored them in that first half, 14 to six in the paint. They, um, it was like there was a force field around the paint. Oh, Northwestern wouldn't even look at taking shots in there. And when they did, they sure as heck did not go in. It was really tough to watch. Uh, Northwestern, honestly, in that first half, they looked soft. They looked really soft. It was painful. The guys down low got pushed around the entire first half. It was not pretty things. Um, it was shocking. To watch it get as out of hand as quickly as it did. I mean, it was it was honestly more shocking to me than the um, pit game because the pit game. I mean, they went nuts from deep. They got and I felt like Northwestern got shell shocked. This one, this one was just getting your butt whooped uh, up and down the court and looking like you weren't prepared for the second Big Ten game on your schedule. You weren't prepared after the end of this non-conference run to then go see a legitimate Big Ten team. Northwestern, just everything was disjointed in the first half. Thanks for their frustration. Uh, You saw every bit of, of a team that looked lost there for a little while in the first half. Ohio State, on the other hand, they looked, prepared they looked they looked well coached they moved the ball well they got good looks uh, and they made it really difficult on Northwestern to get those same kind of looks I mean Northwestern started the game from the field two of 24 that is so crazily bad that I just like it I can't even process it it's that painful to see that number when you talk about this game because Northwestern I mean. They couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. I mean, it was that difficult. Um, Really not great shots. A lot of very difficult shots. Um, But that's kind of what they've done a little bit all year. That's why the shooting percentage is not being good. It's just this is the first time that we've seen them against a Big Ten team just go stone cold, ice cold. And you saw Ohio State put it on them early, and it was difficult. And look, I mean – If you're going to start that bad on offense, 2 of 24, there's no real coming back from that in college basketball. It's difficult. It's really, really hard. Thankfully, the team did kind of cut the lead there late. At one point, serious conversations about whether Northwestern was going to crack 25 in this game because the offense was that bad for about the first 13, 14 minutes. Um, but you do finish on a decent run. You do cut the lead to uh, 18, and you make it where it's at least somewhat possible. And uh, you had a little bit of momentum, it almost felt like, because of how poorly you were playing. It felt like you had a little bit of momentum. Well, obviously, we will talk about the second half here in a second and really the takeaways from the complete or really the, the the stats of the complete game, but first let's talk about our friends at uh, LinkedIn. As, as small business, uh, as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goal. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. make sure you check out locked on sports today the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less plus instant reactions, big game recaps and locked on's take of the day locked on sports today available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts all right let's talk about this because we have the uh, um, the second half you know? Kind of where we left off talking about that first half, as as abysmal as it was, Northwestern has that 9-1 run to finish the half, and you're kind of sitting there and you're thinking, okay, little bit of momentum. Come out here in the second half, put together a couple buckets, and it's not out of reach. Well, (laughs) um, immediately that momentum felt like it got killed um, when Ty Berry, he missed a three and he fell on the shot. It was a, um, there was an Ohio state player running in front of him and they got him for the flopping technical foul. So right off the bat, you've got Ohio state shooting technical free throws. Um, just felt like it kind of killed the momentum. Uh, and you know, it from there, it was, I will say Northwestern put a much better second half, but it wasn't great. But I think it was a credit to Northwestern that they at least fought because, um, it would have been really easy. And in the pit game, it felt like they kind of let it go. And they just, the, the, the rope got out of their control and they really didn't, uh, didn't do anything to kind of get it back in their grasp. It was, it was out of control. um, And they kind of punted on it. It felt like, well, they In the second half, they had just one turnover to Ohio State seven. They had seven offensive rebounds to Ohio State's four. So you saw a better effort on the glass. They still got out-rebounded uh, on the hole, but they attacked the offensive glass better. The bench stepped up with 14 points. That's something you didn't see. I think you saw zero bench points in the first half. You finally started hitting free throws. You go 10 of 13 in the uh, second half on free throws, 76.9%. Rem- remember, you they went 0 for 4 in the first half. I think those three misses, if I'm recalling this correctly, were the first three free throw attempts of the second half. So I think Northwestern finished 10 of 10 at the line. After the 0 for 7 start, Uh, Northwestern was 6 of 17 from 3. A lot better than the previous 20 minutes where they were shooting just 21.4%. 6 of 17, you got to feel pretty decent about that, especially for a team that was shooting in the low 20s in the first half. Uh, but, But the issue is the stops didn't come. The stops didn't come at all because Ohio State shot 52% in the second half on 13 of 25 on field goals in that second half, three of six on threes, another small sample size. But Ohio State for the game, they went six of 15 from deep. I mean, that's pretty efficient from there. I mean, that's pretty red hot for a smaller sample size. You had Sensabaugh go nuts, got crazy hot in the second half, had 16 points in the half and seven rebounds uh, as he – just felt like it felt like Northwestern had no answer for him. He outdid Chase Audige, who who kind of led Northwestern in the second half, something that we've seen a lot of this season. Chase Audige had 10 second half points, but it was not enough. But you cannot shoot for the entire game 28.4% from the field and expect to win. You cannot shoot from three. I guess you can shoot 29% from three, but it's not good. It's not good. But you go 19 of 67 from the field, 9 of 31 from three, and you can't shoot that poorly at the line. You can't go 10 of 17. You can't be below 60%. You can't be 58.8% at the line. That's not going to get it done ever. You can't get outscored in the paint for the entire game 32 to 14. There has to be something that changes. You've got this team needs to be better prepared and ready to go on Wednesday because this performance was tough to watch. Proud of the fight in the second half. Proud of the fight. But that first half was so abysmally awful. It was really, really tough to find a lot of positives. And in a second here, we're going to take a look at individual standouts and kind of some final takeaways. Uh, But first, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and really any sport you want to find. We've got it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Also, thanks for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your next listen, for your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. Peter Bukowski, brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right. Let's talk about some individual standouts here because surprisingly, there were... A decent amount for Northwestern, but there were a ton for Ohio State. And it starts with Bryce Sensabaugh, who had 18 points, 8 rebounds, 0 assists, 2 blocks, was plus 19 in 25 minutes of play, but was 7 of 14 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, and 2 of 2 at the line. With him, the guy who made a really big impact on the first half, it felt like, Sean McNeil, 15 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, plus plus. 27 in the plus minus in 32 minutes five of eight from the field three of five from three two of two at the line then you also have justice suing uh 13.6 rebounds five assists one steal plus 19 uh in the plus minus in 33 minutes four of eight from the field five of nine at the free throw line zed key 11 points uh, 11 rebounds, zero assists, two blocks, two steals, plus 22 in the plus minus in 28 minutes. Since a trend there, they're all really well, one, they're all double digit scores in this game, and they're all really high in the plus minus. Um, what the lowest one was plus 19 uh, on this list. I mean, just a phenomenal performance by that Ohio State team that, um, Really looks like it's starting to come together and might be a serious threat in the Big Ten. For Northwestern, Chase Audige, 16 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal. Minus 18 in the plus-minus in 37 minutes. 6 of 7 from the field, 2 of 9 from 3. Just not an efficient night. 2 of 4 at the free-throw line. boo 10 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. Minus 23 in the plus, minus in 35 minutes. Uh, he did not have an efficient night as well as he um, struggled to, I guess, find it. He was 3 of 15 from the field, 3 of 10 from 3, 1 of 2 at the line. Ty Berry, kind of uh, interesting stat line here. 11 points, 1 rebound, 0 assists, 1 steal, plus 1 in the plus minus in 22 minutes. 4 of 11 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3, 1 of 1 at the line. He is the only Northwestern player in the positive in the plus minus in this game. Brooks Barnheiser didn't have the uh I guess high scoring numbers but 6 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, 1 steal. Minus four in the plus, minus in 18 minutes. but was two of three from the field, two of two at the line. You'll take that. This one has some good things about it, but then also is a backbreaker, and that is Matt Nicholson, zero points, 13 rebounds. So really bad and really good back-to-back there. One assist, two blocks, minus 11 in 21 minutes on the court. O of 7 from the field, O of 4 at the free-throw line. Unacceptable for him because he doesn't take any shots from outside, what, 4 feet? You got to finish at the rim. You got to be more physical. You got to be able to finish through contact. It felt, some of them felt like just prayers from, from 2, 3 feet away. Uh, others just was never strong enough going up, and it turned into that type of offensive performance for him. He did rebound the ball well, so credit to him there. But he can't shoot seven times inside the paint and then four times at the free throw line and come away with zero points. That is unacceptable, especially for somebody who's been progressing so well, coming along so well, uh, and somebody who's going to have to be relied on heavily as this season progresses. This team has to be tougher going forward. Have to be tougher. Have to start faster. You have to shoot the ball better in all phases, from from the field, from three, at the free throw line. Tonight's performance was not good enough. Defense can't disappear. You can't have a team basically have its way with you on the offensive end. Like it felt like this Ohio State team felt at different times. Any time Northwestern got any momentum. Ohio State got a really easy look. Ohio State got an easy look, and they converted. And it killed Northwestern any time. They cut it to 16. You're thinking, oh, they might be able to get this thing down to single digit. Before you know it, it's back to 24. And they um, slowly chip back away, and it ends up being a 16-point margin of uh, defeat. But it just was frustrating to watch a really, really good defensive team in Northwestern struggle so mightily. In this game, to consistently get stops, this team needs to attack the paint better. They did an awful job of that in this game. The shots were not good, uh, a lot of difficult shots, a lot of shots very far away from the basket. When they did go to the paint, they were not strong enough going to the rim. That has to get better. Uh, when you do have some opportunities, there's some floaters, some um, looks like that. They were either sh- like just really short, just Felt maybe rushed. I don't know. It just was not a good night for the Northwestern offense. But you cannot dig massive holes like you did in the Big Ten and expect to come away with victories. That's not a formula for success. Northwestern has to get better. Final from this one, Ohio State 73, Northwestern 57. Next up, uh, Northwestern still at home. Illinois at home on Wednesday, uh, 8 p.m. Central Time. Tip, and it'll be on the Big Ten Network. So hopefully this team um, has a couple uh, get-right days of practice as they uh, hopefully show something, something more than they did uh, tonight in this one because it was it was ugly, especially that first half. But yeah, that's gonna do it for today's episode. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Um, we appreciate you making locked on Northwestern your first listen every day. We're part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. We're available wherever you get podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us or else on YouTube, just search locked on Northwestern. You can find us there, um, wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications. So you don't want to miss an episode. So we're going to continue. Uh, Big Ten basketball is here. We're going to continue to pump out episodes uh, about this team. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to continue to cover um, football because I guess there's late signing day coming up here soon. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to continue to have uh, our daily episodes. Uh, but yeah, I'm your host Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13, and I will see you all next time.